welcome to Getting to the Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee, and we're re recording live on location. I'm here at Map, Map, Map Technologies. Yeah, MAP Technologies. MAP yes, Technologies. Map Technologies, either or. And I am here with your, your co-owner, right? Or owner? owner. I am owner. Yeah. Owner, yeah, owner, yeah, full owner, owner. Full owner. Yeah, full <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I'm here with Michael Peace. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's let's get into it. Let's. Uh, okay. I want to give that quick background and you fill in where I might be missing, right? Okay. So MAP Technologies is a local uh, computer repair store that has blocked into a community center and burgeoning esports hub in downtown Baltimore. You are correct. You hit the nail on the head. Couldn't say it better any myself. <laughs> I, I said it like I was a pitch man. Right? Yeah, you did, and I like that. Yeah, I had to hire you, man. You got I, do, it. I do ads. <laughs> so, for for you, let, let's let's step back. Like I gave that kind of like that intro for for your biz, but let let's get those vital stats on you and kind of how you guys started and why why we're here today. Ultimately, yep. So um, always been very much a tech guy. Um, very much a gamer, but of course in my later years, because I'm old, um, I haven't had as much time and my reflexes don't allow me to be as <laughs> <laughs> gracious and gaming as I used to be. But I absolutely still like um, just being around it. It's, you know, just what I love. I love being, you know, around tech. I like the tech stuff. I like my PCs. I like, you know, so on and so forth. And I'm just fortunate enough that um, I started this gaming lounge thing. Um, of course, when I was younger, there was the arcades, yeah. and when online gaming came out, it kind of killed arcades because people just didn't see a need to go to an arcade to play games when you could just play everything um, in the house. So, um, start out on Bel Air Road, very small, just the fixing and selling of electronics. It was there for about nine or so years or so ago, but that was just kind of like playing in the shallow end of the pool. I just, you know, I wanted I just knew I wanted to store electronic store and it was small and it served its purpose. Um, probably overstayed my welcome there more than, you know, longer than I should have I probably stayed there longer than what I should have because yeah. I, I you know, I got not pretty big, but you know, I was in this little small space and I knew I wanted to do more. So I was fortunate enough to get an opportunity to move into the downtown area at yeah. 229 Park Avenue. So that's when I was like, okay, I have this space. Yeah. Let me do this gaming lounge thing. So I you know, run out, I get these TVs. I'm still doing the fixing, selling, the repairing of the electronics. And now I have this gaming lounge. So Park Avenue, for those who weren't there, it was a three-story building. Each floor was about 1,100 square feet. So on the first floor, I had uh, maybe like eight or so televisions on the, you know, on, you know, up on the wall and sporadically throughout the space. Um, and the way it works, you can come in and you could buy stuff or you could play the games that were in there. Yeah. And the second floor was just a big empty room that I somehow, some way, just came an event space. Yeah. I, 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 you know, it was just nothing that I never planned it for, but it just became that. Like, I started doing, like, PC classes there, just basic introduction to PCs, and then it blossomed into this, and then people were like, hey, can I come in and use this? Then I come in and use that? And then it just became the event space room. So, you know, <laughs> the first floor was the electronic space, the second floor was the event space, and then the third floor I rented out to different photographers. So I had a multiple people just up there. So that was kind of the blueprint for where I'm at now. And yeah. of course, um, through trial and error, seeing what worked, what didn't work, like um, I didn't anticipate the um, 
gaming monitor thing. So when I put the televisions up on the wall, I just say, hey, let me just throw these TVs up, and this would be it. So, of course, I started to facilitate these gaming tournaments, and these guys were like, hey, these TVs are cool, but they're not cool. You know, if you want to get these guys in here, you got to get gaming monitors. But I didn't think of gaming monitors when I initially opened up the space. So now right. is the shoehorning. So I'm getting gaming monitors, and I'm kind of like putting them up. But the space doesn't have enough space for it. I'm just like, ah. Uh. So somehow, some way, um, uh, I've... I was like, you know what, it's the time for me to go, it, it, for multiple reasons. Um, I outgrew the space. I didn't fit in in the block that I was in. Um, there was a music studio, two spaces up. Yeah. There was Evella, two spots down. And then here I am, this, like, gaming lounge, electronics, in, it, in this one little, like, block of downtown. Very secluded block. You kind of had to, like, know where it is to know where it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um... I said, you know what, I, it's time for me to go. And I, and I actually got out of there right in nick of time because the owner auctioned the block, and oh. the new owner is giving the people that are currently there a hard time. So GG's on that one. <laughs> so, yeah, I found um, 322 West Baltimore Street, where I am now. And, of course, taking notes from what I did with Park Avenue, I tried to put everything that I did right there and what I did wrong there and make it a complete space and I like to believe I have the initial idea of well, not the initial idea the final idea for what I want in this space because now in the space I have enough space to do everything that I want to do yeah. and still have space to add a little bit more and it's conducive to the community like having people to come in and do different things in this one space and explaining it to people like yeah. out when I'm out and I'm like hey I have this electronic shop gaming lounge event space and people are like what kind of drugs are you doing <laughs> but then when they come see it they're like oh this works yeah I, I'll say like when I got the tour the visual the virtual tour initially and the real life tour today <laughs> uh, it it lends itself to being multiple things. It has the event component where I could see someone in a very small DIY sort of way doing a performance, whether it be stand-up, whether it be music, whatever. I can see um, people just doing gaming tournaments. You have that set up there. And then in the front of it, you, you obviously you have the, hey, we sell stuff, we fix stuff. Right. And I think having that kind of hybrid setup is, is important. So this is not the same, but it's similar in structure. It reminds me of what um, JBGB's is doing. Okay. They're a um, butcher shop that's also a resta restaurant. Ah. So you can go there and get exactly get what you need. Right. And they actually make really good burgers. Okay. So you can come here, get what you need fixed, but then, you know, if you want to get in the tournament and do a little, you know, get your ass whipped, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, you, you can take Feel that, free. You can take that out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell me about the what is most important to you in business, right? So, but under this setup, so would it be the mission, your vision, or those values? How are those things aligned for you? Um, the mission and the value. I really enjoy people coming in and the wow factor. You know, yeah. kids come in, adults come in, people just come in and are just wow. And then people coming in having the experience and are equally as wow. Like, man, I came in here, I listened to some music, I played some video games, and I had a very good time. I'm going to tell, because I know word of mouth is 
valued better than like getting a flyer is cool, but your friend coming to you like, man, I went down the spot. They had Tekken. After <laughs> I played Tekken, we played Pac-Man. I played a Atari, and then I got up and played a Xbox Series X all in one space, and I got my computer fixed. And people are like, what? So, so, so speak on like how important it is to be in that kind of tribe, like. You know, I I have a there's a blog out there. I I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> where I had a um very interesting kind of pop culture uh, nerd gaming weekend, and I, I want to say it was maybe the end of Game of Thrones. I think at the same time I was maybe at Awesome Con. Okay. And it was one other thing all within the same weekend. Right. And I was just like, yo, fans, fanboys. I was like, you guys bug me. <laughs> It's one part. It's like I'm fan adjacent. It's like I like all of these things, right. but I like them. Right. And not opposed to I feel like I know more to the people that make them. So tell me about that. Like being in that spot of you have, I saw the Funko Pops up there. I right. saw the games. Right. And, you know, you talked about Spider-Man a little bit. Before. Right. And, you know, people like don't want to enjoy it. They don't want to accept the win that this is being made. This is accessible. You can buy this now. Right. <laughs> Tell me about that. Like, what are your, your takes on like that fandom and being in a place that's selling that and selling part of it? It's alluring. Um, so, for an example, uh, the pops. Um, yeah. I didn't understand <laughs> the allure of some of these pops. And um, those pops were uh, are actually a friend of mine. Uh, shout out to John Williams, who's also on the um, staff here. So those pops to John. So John's like, yeah. hey, man, I have these pops. You know, I've been collecting them. Let's get rid of them. So John was gracious enough to, you know, put up his, you know, collection of pops. And, you know, he was like, we'll work it out. And, you know, I've seen them, but I don't know too much about them. And a guy walks in, this literally... Two days ago, yeah. guy walks in. A nice guy. I see him coming all the time. You know, we talk, computer talk. He's very, he's like, he's pops. How much are they? <laughs> and I don't put prices on them because I know the, you know, yeah. it fluctuates. So he was like, hey, I want this Daniel LaRusso one. Yeah. I said, no problem. I open it up. I look at it. I look at the price. <laughs> I said, man, it can't be right. It can't be right. Yeah. So I look at another spot. It's like, it's yeah. I think it was 100 mm-hmm. and. Like twenty dollars. I was like, man, I don't, you know, I don't know. This is one hundred twenty dollars. He was like, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I know. I know. I, I know. So you know, seeing that type of, so when you don't know, like to you that pop just may be a toy, and you're like, why are you paying one hundred twenty dollars yeah. for this? But him, he's like, yeah, I know it's one twenty. Yeah, yeah. Do you take cash and credit? So I got Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so to me. Of course, you know, when you kind of get into your debates, you know, the fanboys can yeah, be, yeah. you know, you know, like, this, you know, I'm, I'm Sony. I don't care what you say. You, I don't care if the Xbox can kill my mother of cancer, even though she got, you know, you know that kind of get annoying. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, it can kill cancer. You just like, I don't, you know, but seeing the other side of it, the allure of it, like this guy knows, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though I may not see the value in this pop. You know, because it's not what I meant to. He knows it. He knows this thing is 120. Yeah. I'm paying 120 dollars for it. I had that at uh, I had that vibe. I think at the first um, Baltimore Comic Con I went to. Okay. Now seeing adult men, big dudes, just in there marking out over 
or like a Thanos like, toy. Like, Something, yeah. like not even that crazy. Like Hello Kitty. Like just agree. Yes, just you're like, correct. Yeah, just like like bugging out, and I'm like, and they just immediately put a smile on my face, and I was like, I can be free here. And that's what I think this place ultimately does. And, you know, for those who ain't, ain't seeing this yet, because, you know, this is an audio media, <laughs> you're a black dude. So <laughs> having, having that, same as me. So having that, that thing where you can put down the armor, right? Right. The Ta-Nehisi Coates armor. Yeah. And actually engage in your fandom. You can. So one thing, this is one thing that made me smile. So, um. I had a gentleman that was coming in and doing the uh, Madden 2K tournament because, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know too much about sports, but he does. And he has a, a, a you know, a base following him. Shout out to Kurt. So Kurt will come in and do the 2K and Madden tournament. Yeah. So one time he comes in, he does his Madden tournament. Bam, it's taking up most of the day. And for the most part, it's clearing up. But a couple of the guys are still, you know, playing Madden. You know, no problem. You know, because they, they, they paid their venue for the whole day. And this guy playing Madden is... You know, I, I, I'm going to use a little bit of stereotype. It's just just stereotypical, you know, hood guy. You know, yeah, yeah. he has jeans on and kind of sagging down a little bit, white T-shirt. He even has a yeah. blunt in his ear. As he should. As he should. <laughs> Playing mad. He ain't bothering nobody. Yeah. And I ain't got no problem with that. So now that the tournament is left over, it's regular people coming in. And yeah. this kid, again, I see him all the time, walks in dressed like Atachi. All the time. Every time I see him, he's dressed <laughs> like one of the Akatsuki. No ifs, ands, or buts. The band, the coat. The everything. He walks in and he pays his venue and he picks up the joystick and he starts playing Madden with this other guy. There is no other time that these guys will have any other interaction. Yeah. I'm talking about no other time. They are from completely two different worlds. These two guys sat and had a good time for two hours playing Madden. Yeah. And I was like, this is why I do it. These two guys would never talk to each other. Yeah. There's no reason for them to talk. But that's that common denominator that common denominator they have with each other. I, and I and I like that. Like, yo, we gotta really embrace that there are nerds of all shape, colors, whatever. And uh, uh, one piece of comedy or meme that I enjoy is when someone pulls out, you know, the Durag technology quotes about the Osborns <laughs> and Spider Man. It's like, yo, those waves are pretty crisp. <laughs> <laughs> they are spinning wave check. Um, so I see that you started uh, started your, your your company, started. Uh, MAP Technologies uh, over 20 years ago with your brother. I did. So, so tell me about some of the games you played as a kid, and who was better at the games? Oh, me, absolutely. My brother um, is probably more of the tech side than video game side. Yeah. My brother hardly plays any video games, so you know it was just a thing that kind of came together. He um, went away to the army, and when he came back, he brought the house, our house, our first like computer, computer. And I yeah. remember. You know, just getting acclimated to the computer. The internet was still a new thing. America Online, for those who don't remember what that is, you had to... Um, just hear static. Yeah, just hear static. You could not use the phone while you were on the internet. Yeah, that we're, was a we're, thing. We're, we're, we're close to the same age. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, like, remember, remember it. So, you know, that and... I remember... I guess I could talk about this now because uh, PlayStation 1 is gone. So... We got out. We had a friend that modded our PlayStation. This is literally how we all got into all of this. Yeah. Modded our PlayStation. And he would burn out games for us. <laughs> <laughs> and 
after a while, my brother was just like, well, I'm just going to cut the middleman out, and I am going to just get a burner and start burning our own game. Yeah. So then we were burning our own game. So now, you know, for me, as a younger kid, like, I got the whole PlayStation library at my disposal. You, know, you know, you can't tell me. You couldn't tell me shit. Now, yeah. Are you good? Oh, you yeah, good. all right. So, you know, because I, I got everything. So now my friends are coming over and seeing, like, uh, he got a, a spindle. Because yeah. you had to burn CDs. A spindle full of games. So... Now they were like, well, we want that. Yeah. So what we would do was we would get him to mother the PlayStations, and now we would burn our, burn the games for our friends. Uh-huh. And then that literally became a feasible thing. Like we were looking like, this this makes money. This this sounds like the black equivalent, the the Baltimore equivalent of that episode of the games that made us. Where <laughs> they were modding out the old uh, cabs. It's yeah. like, yo, yeah, this is now Miss Pac Man. Yeah. Like, yep. No, nah, that's not that game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's literally how it began. Like we, you know, started doing like custom cases we could take off you know the case <laughs> and doing like by that time the PlayStation 2 came out Swap Magic we put custom cases so what we did was we got a table at Patapsco Flea Market that's how we initially started yeah. so we were down Patapsco Flea Market then we moved from Patapsco Flea Market and I was married at one point in time like a dumbass <laughs> <laughs> and my father-in-law was a mason and one of his mason friends let us use a portion of his store on monument street so he was like this is your corner yeah. and i remember like this is cool like you know we we're in a we're in a store it's a virgin place yeah, yeah yeah like our first place and that guy was very nice he didn't charge us hardly anything very minimal like very minimal just you know just to help us out and then from there you know we got the Air road thing and and it just started from there. So yes, I've been in this far too long for me not to be rich. <laughs> so so with that, what was so the first console was that PS One that we started fooling around with? Yes, yeah, yeah. got it. Uh, so you already answered this question, but I, I, I'll throw it back out there because I think it can be further expressed. Uh, from your vantage point, what's the most interesting trait of the kind of blurred gaming geek computer culture in Baltimore? The people. The people is what make it, the people is what make it who it is. And I've met a lot of, I'm saying this to be, I'm not saying this to be derogatory, eclectic people. No, I think Yeah, yeah, just meeting the people, just meet people coming in. And again, seeing that excitement and them like coming in, like I'll I'll meet a guy that just looks regular, regular guy like yourself. And then like right behind him, I'll meet, you know. Like when did Circus Clown get here? yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'll meet. Naruto. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll meet a business person, and then I'll meet, you know, just seeing the all walks of life and just people just coming in and just enjoying themselves and, yeah, the people. One, one of the things that could be a really cool social experiment is someone sitting in and just observing for, like, an hour, like a shift, like just being there, like, on a game, what have you. And I say this because I was here for probably about half an hour, hour, what have you, and I saw a few people come in, and they were different dudes. They were. And that reminded me of back in the day, you know, when I was used to hang out in sex shops. And... I, I sat there a shift with one of my friends and, and just see seeing the different walks of life. I was like, there are a lot of trench coats that came in here. Yeah. <laughs> you'll see a shirt and tie. You'll see a regular guy. You know, just see, again, seeing the walks of life. And you just be almost surprised, like, huh, 
Yeah, okay. and it gives it gives you an idea of like how uh, pervasive is not the word, but how prevalent I suppose. Yes, it is in various walks of life. It's like oh, anything that you might on the surface have as a differentiator, mm-hmm. like a difference with this person. No, 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 no. You're united under whatever your thing is, whatever your tribe is. Some sort of commonality. Yeah. So that that that's a segue that brings me to this question: What what is the biggest barrier? to you in terms of building a community, and in that, how do you address it? What, what measures are you putting in place to try to address that? Getting people down here. Um, Baltimore is, we're coming off of COVID. So yes. People are still kind of somewhat skeptical coming out. I'm in a new space, so I've moved, and just getting people to come in here and get the experience. Because again, explaining it <laughs> sounds weird. Yeah, explaining yeah. it, a gaming lounge, electronic shop, and an event space, ah. But when you get in here, you're like, ah. So just getting people to come in. So um, I, I could not think of a better space to be in in Baltimore for one of the size and two of the locations. And I see, you know, when I open up, especially during the day, mm-hmm. the, the double backs. I see somebody walk past and they... Yeah, because, like, I was looking for it, and I didn't, I was like, when I looked at the address at, uh, what is it, 322 uh, West Baltimore, Baltimore. Uh-huh. I, I, I was walking, and I was like, nah, I can't be over here. And it's in a very interesting, like, it's, it's a very advantageous spot. Like, it's on a main street. Mm-hmm. And for those who want to engage, there is a 7-Eleven right there. There so you're, is. You're, you're, you're lined up. And there are also, I've noticed snacks in here. I've noticed beverages in here. Mm-hmm. So it's in a spot where you can attract various people, and it's off of a train line right. as well. It's a light rail. Line, yep. And it's right across the street from the Baltimore Arena. Absolutely. Uh, the Hippodrome is across the other street. And the ballpark is down here. The ballpark is both, right down Both of them, the football, football, yeah. football down here. So, again, and a very good space. But just getting... And a convention center, too, and is over here. And a convention center, yeah. Um, I know it's going to sound crazy, but once, I, you know, I get you in here, I got you, bitch. Got, <laughs> just, just, you know, just come on in. Like, just come in because I... And because I, I think I have something for everybody. So, like, I was just mm-hmm. telling someone earlier, you know, because a parent sometimes will come in to bring their kid, and the kid wants to play Fortnite. But the parent doesn't play Fortnite, and the parent will walk past that arcade machine. Yeah. Pac-Man. I know Pac-Man. Yo, I so got to put my quarter right there. So now, <laughs> now they're in. Pac-Man. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers. I know Super Mario Brothers. So, that again, that commonality. So now the kid is playing Fortnite. Mm-hmm. You know, the parent doesn't want to play. But now, you know, and then sometimes they'll go in the back and I'll, I'll literally have that Nintendo. Well, I can play yeah. a Nintendo. There's two buttons on this Nintendo. I yeah. can play that. So... Just getting people in here to see the space, especially with all this stuff that I have coming up now that I'm coming to an end with, you know, most of the repairs and getting everything up. You know, we have a few music uh, events coming up. Music. So um, there's an event that I do called Lo-Fi Video Game Night. Uh-huh. Um, I initially started at um, Park Avenue, and when I initially started it, it was called Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a genre of music called lo-fi. Lo-fi. I'm pretty. If you uh, if you play video games, you know what lo-fi is. This is for people who don't know. No so lo-fi, yeah, yeah, no vapor. So lo-fi is just like a type of jazz, hip hop, cool, mellow. Mm-hmm. So what I would do was I would put the lo-fi hip hop on, put the you know the lights down, put the RGB lights, and just game. But you know, setting the mood. Yeah. First time I did it, you know, I'm promoting it. Every Friday, I usually have my usual, so I'm not counting them. So they're coming in every Friday. Usually Friday's a fighting game guy, so they come in and play their fighting games. And then for that event, the first time I did it, Friday Night Lights, which is now low five, low five video game night, same thing, just different names. Um, I think I had like... 
two people come out to it. Like one person came out for it, another person walked past, and you know, lights thought it was cool. Yeah. So me at the time, I'm just like, you know what? It ain't working. Yeah. My buddy is like, just stop being a dummy and just you gotta stick with it. Just stick yeah. with it. I say, all right. So you know, so I was doing it. I think every other Friday or maybe once a month, because it's once a month now. I'm not yeah. sure how often I was doing it, but I was doing it, you know, pretty often enough. So I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Um, start to pick up a little bit. Yeah. So then I changed the name from Friday Night Lights to Lo-Fi, Lo-Fi Video Game Night. So it's going pretty good, going pretty good. One night, this is at Park Avenue. Um, my brother's in the shop already, so I come in, I kind of set the lights up. I said, hey, man, I'll be back. I got to make some runs, get the sodas and stuff like that. I'll be back, no problem. So when I come back, there's like six or seven people standing out front. I just don't like people loitering out front. Like, just just go inside. Like, yeah. you, unless you're like smoking a cigarette. I said, but people just literally stand outside just looking dumb. Somebody yeah. just, what are they doing? Just go inside. Like, it's <laughs> cold out here. So when I get up, you know, I get out the car, you know, I bring the stuff in, and I like speak to the people, like, hey, how y'all doing? But when I go to go inside, I see it's packed. Like, it's, it's oh, packed. Oh, wow. It's packed on yeah. the first floor. So I come in, I'm dropping my stuff. And my brother's like, they're standing outside because there's no more room left in the building. The second floor's packed, the third floor's packed. So my lo-fi video game night was packed out. And I was just like, wow, this is, this is cool. Like, I never would have thought, like, something like that would have just hit it off like that. And now that I have this space, we're just stepping it up a little bit because I'm... Uh, at the old shop, everything was broken up. So the second floor, we had, you know, there was lo-fi playing on the first floor, but I had live music on the second floor. Mm -hmm. So th if you were gaming, you couldn't really see. But now that I have this space and everything is just one big floor, yeah. like now we're about to start having live music. We have like lo-fi video uh, artists coming in and doing like live events. So now you can play the game, look at the stage or look at the television because everything yeah. just streams the same and everything just kind of flows, you know, congruently. So... Yeah, that's just some of the stuff that, you know, we have coming, you know, that we have and we're just, you know, bringing to Baltimore, stuff like that. Well, you've been on a podcast before because you've actually answered all of the main questions that I have. So, <laughs> with that being said, I'm going to get into my rapid fire questions. All right, here we go. Shoot away. So, the way these rapid fire questions work is I'm going to ask you a question and the answer is the answer. All you don't right. have to add too much context all to right. it unless you really want to. Okay. All right, first question. What is your favorite game of all time? Chrono Trigger. Okay. Corniest joke about your last name? Um, always keeping the peace, huh? I was going to say peace be with you. I don't, yeah. Always, <laughs> you keeping the peace, huh? <laughs> uh, no, then I firebomb your man. <laughs> no, no, you always want to do the thing from, uh, what is it, a juggle fever with peace, two fingers. <laughs> uh, what's a game you spent the most money on? Probably... MMOs. I'm a big MMO guy, so probably World of Warcraft. What's more important, action or story? Story. Lastly, and I know you said that you know your reflexes ain't what they used to be, but what games are what, what's the what games are you currently playing? Final Fantasy XIV MMO. Okay. Well, that's it um, that I have. You, you knocked those out. You didn't him and ha on them. So with it, uh, I want to invite you, and thank you for being on this podcast, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, my palatial studio here. <laughs> uh, but I want to invite you to shamelessly plug, telephone folks where to check you out on social media, yeah, yep, website, yep, yep, all of yep. that. Um, 322 West Baltimore Street is the physical address for the shop. Uh, like I said before, we fix, sell, repair, trade in all electronics. Even if it's broken, you'll get something for it. Bring it on in. We'll take care of you. We boast we are Baltimore's premier, we might be the only, but I'm going to say premier, premier gaming lounge, 
people always coming in. I guess they're like scared to ask me. Please open up another gaming lounge. Don't be the. I'm not that person. I'll tell you everything to do. Open up another one. Um, so yes, we have a gaming lounge. We have every system just about from a. T- no, I'm gonna say yeah. We I'm gonna say just about because somebody's gonna come in and be like, you don't have. What about the, this yeah, one? yeah. We have just about every video game system. We literally have thousands of games in here from Atari to you know the newest systems, PC stuff. We do tournaments. You can catch us on all social media at MAP Game Tech is our handle on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and MAP Technologies on YouTube. So, yeah, check us out. We're always streaming. Catch the tournaments out. Come down. Kick some ass. Get your ass kicked, you know, (laughs) and some of these tournaments that we're doing. So, yeah, if you have any questions or comments, give us a holler. Well, there you have it, folks. So I want to wrap this up. Uh, so for, for Michael Peace yes, of MAP Technologies, I am Rob Lee saying that there is business, art, gaming in and around your city. You just got to look for it. <laughs>